Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 140 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I am going to do a solo episode today. It's been about eight or nine episodes since we had a solo episode. And so you guys just have me. We have some quality time before the season wraps up. I am super proud of season seven. um, And I want to thank you guys right now because through a pandemic and all the bullshit that we've been dealing with, that you guys have stayed consistent with listening. I know a lot of podcasts have experienced some very sharp declines in their listenership. And so Guys, I've had one of my highest months ever during this situation. And so for that, I want to thank you. Thank you guys for always sharing. I really, really appreciate it. You know, it really warmed my heart to know that I did not have this huge drop off that a lot of podcasters experienced during this time. All right. So we're going to do what I call one of my five spots, my five thoughts. Most of them are focused around, um, some tangible things that I have done to process um, with, you know, the, the, the race relations and the protest and everything that's just been happening uh, recently. So that's kind of what I get into. So, you know, I'm skipping pick of the week. You know, I don't do pick of the week when I do a solo episode. So we're just going to hop right into the housekeeping. All right. Housekeeping for this episode, the feedback from episode 139, you know, I got a message and it's not, you know, I appreciate when you guys tell me, you know, I don't quite see it with you. I'm not out of eye with you, Booney. <laughs> and so I, I love that. Um, and I got a message this week said, Booney, I was actually shocked by your comment. Uh, I can't believe that you said you don't see that anything is ever going to change. You must not give up hope. We have to stay consistent in this fight if we're ever going to get change. Um, so to that, I just want to say, you know, thank you for your, your comment. And, um, that wasn't me trying to change anyone's mind. I I really don't. Um, I'm, it it sucks. Like I said, in that episode is a very hard pill to swallow. Um, and it's not that I'm like, oh, it can't ever. I'm just saying, I I don't see it. I, I, I don't see why the oppressor would give up power. Right. Um, and it, for all of everything that we're fighting for, some of these changes could be so easy, but they choose not to do it. And so um, I appreciate some criticisms and I will try to keep the hope. I will always support the people who want to um, protest, et cetera, et cetera. But thank you for your comment. I also got another comment. Um, only Booney and KG could give us an episode that was insightful yet light and funny with all that was going on. At first I was scared to listen because like, ugh, not another one of these, but you guys really made it funny. I appreciate all the laughs and the lightness of that episode. Thanks guys. So there you go. The feedback from episode 139. So if you have not listened, I need you to go circle back and listen. It's still relevant. All right. And after this episode, There are five episodes left in season seven. That is it. We only have five new episodes, guys. And we're wrapping up. The last new episode airs July 13th. All right. So mark your calendars. And I'm going to start now. If you have topics, (laughs) guest suggestions for season eight, please let me know because that'll start up in September. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take that now because I can start asking people now. 
And I just, again, I got to thank you guys. You guys know I was on the hunt to have um, 100 uh, pod, five-star podcast reviews and Apple Podcasts. We are so, 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 so close. Uh, only 11 more are needed to get to 100. And I have to read this one um, that was put j- sent by Just Like Disney World. Five stars, Ratcheteer 100. I truly enjoyed listening to your podcast weekly. When I met you and saw your shirt, Responsible and Ratchet, I was like, I love this. She speaks my language. That was two years ago, and I've been an avid listener ever since. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Ah, love it. Very simple. And if you would like to leave a five-star review, I only need 11 more, 11 more. If you listen on any Apple device, iPad, iPod, iPhone, MacBook, uh, whatever it is you listen to, you just have to search the Boonie Breakdown in that app, scroll down, click write a review, tap those five stars, hit submit. That's it. It's five steps for five stars. We only need 11 more to get to 100. If we can do that by the end of the season, that would be fucking phenomenal. And I will love you guys long time. All right. And you can hear your review on the next episode, all right? So just go ahead and do it. And if you are not following us on social, please be sure to do that now, too. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter just at Boonie Breakdown, all right? And when sharing this episode, please use the hashtag The Boonie Breakdown and the hashtag pod N-P-O-D-I-N. Share it in your Insta stories. Put it on your Twitter. Put it on your Pinterest. Put it on your Facebook page. Let the world know that this is one of your favorite podcasts, okay? I appreciate it uh, every time you share because that is how I grow and get new listeners. So thank you guys so, 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 so very much. And uh, that is it. So we're just going to shut the fuck up now and let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, so let's get into this episode. First, I really, really want to um, also give feedback onto another episode, Um, episode 138. I feel like a lot of you guys listen, um, were listening to that episode last week as well. You were catching up on some of your podcasts, and I got some really, really thoughtful messages about episode 138, which was periods and fertility awareness with Lisa Henriksen Jack. And I just, I mean, some of your messages really floored me. And someone sent me a message and said, okay, girl, I just finally caught up on this episode like halfway through and I texted it to three black women I know um, needed to hear it. And I wasn't even done listening. Thank you for real, for real. It was healing to hear this interview. It affirmed for me things that I had been gaslit about both from doctors and partners. Like I know my body and it's your job, doctors and partners to support me in this journey and figuring out what the best course of action and birth control fertility, sex, libido, frequency, etc. I was legit crying listening because no one tells us these things. And the only time we find out is when we experience mistreatment and illness with our bodies and seek answers. And I just responded back like that is a whole fucking word. And I just, you know, it was a lot to process that episode because I got 
about four messages all echoing that same sentiment about how these are things I didn't know. I didn't know tampons leave things in me. I didn't know that, you know, um, when, when Lisa was talking about birth control affecting your libido. And I got one message from um, one black woman saying, you know, I was with a partner and I was extremely attracted to him and but I had no desire to want to fuck him. Never thought it possibly could be the birth control ever. And um, said she mentioned these things to the doctor and the doctor never once said, hey, maybe we should take you off birth control. And so, you know, those kind of messages really, really, really mean a lot to me. Um, especially because I know everyone loves, everyone loves the ratchet content. Everyone loves it. Um, but when I can do a responsible episode as well, um, that is impactful and you guys really learn something or it is affirmative for you, or it's the signal like, oh my God, I wasn't crazy. Um, these doctors just don't fucking listen. That means the world to me. Um, I got another message. It was so informative. I was nervous about the cup, but oblivious to the harms tampons and pads can do to our body. A ton of amazing information in a brief digestible bit. I love it. And so, I mean, that, I, I couldn't ask for more uh, better feedback than what you guys sent me. And so I know I rarely do this, but um, if you are a black woman, um, even if you're just, a, you're not a black woman and you listen, or even if you're a man and you're listening to this and you, um, are in heterosexual relationships, I really encourage you, or even to just think about, you know, other women in your life that this, you might learn something to know all the things that women have to go through in our bodies with these hormones and cycles and fertility. She even talks about, you know, the, the role that guys play in um, fertility, etc. So it really is a dope episode. Um, when I do dope shit, I say it. <laughs> so I'm going to clap for myself <laughs> on that episode because it really, really is a good one. So again, episode 138, periods and fertility awareness. Run it back if you never, you just skipped it. Like, oh, I don't even know nothing about my period. Run it back listen to it. I'm telling you, I had my period now. Shit. Fuck. 21 years now. And I still learned something like, Oh shit. I didn't even know that. So check it out. And I just want to thank you guys all for that amazing feedback. It it meant the, it meant a lot. It really did. All right. We're going to switch it up now. Um, I, I know sometimes I, I don't like to complain or feel helpless. And I try to, um, I, I try to, uh, always be proactive as much as I can for certain things. And you guys know, um, going around the internet this past week, and I loved it. It's great. I love all these resources. There were 511 million black owned businesses, <laughs> infographics, sites, whatever in the most smallest categories. Like I even found out a black owned paint company had no idea. So I am thankful for these resources, but I think it is something to it when it's more than just sharing, right? Um, It's wonderful to educate and build awareness for these brands. But if we are not out here proactively um, supporting our black businesses and referring people to them um, and giving them grace sometimes, 
especially during this time where a lot of people are short staff one, because if you have a small business that, that has employees um, and depending on where you're working, you might not be able to operate at full capacity. So the orders might be delayed. I know even for myself, people who, and thank you guys who have ordered merch and it's been really slow, but because the place that I use to print, they're down to a small staff that they can't get the orders out as fast as they normally do. And so just think about these things right now in this time as we're we're, we're publicizing and sharing black businesses. Um, but as you're proactively trying to support them, please give a little grace, okay? It's a way you can give constructive feedback in a way that it, people can be receptive to it and it is actionable enough for them to make the changes, all right? And so I encourage all of you, you know, we've been about that life here at the Boonie Breakdown. <laughs> I have my, um, every Black Friday, I put out a Black Friday list. I've been doing it for the last four or five years now. Um, so this is not new. I try to always share in my Insta story um, black businesses that I support. Um, so... Do, do what you can. If you see these resources, share them. Um, but it's, it takes more than a share. If you can throw $20 at least to some of these businesses, um, a lot of restaurants, get a meal. It goes a long way. So just be proactive in our support. And speaking of being proactive, my next thing, um, number three in the five spot is I along with another um, young black entrepreneur in Baltimore, Tashia of the Sneaker Exhibit, we are hosting the Juneteenth Jubilee. Uh, This will be taking place on Friday, June 19th in Baltimore. Uh, The details will be announced this week, but it will be a small business crawl, both brick and mortar and a digital one, okay? So these are for all black-owned businesses based in Baltimore. I know I just want to kind of um, gauge some expectation there because of COVID-19. The Rona still here, y'all. The Rona ain't gone, gone. But um, some businesses, uh, especially in Baltimore City and Baltimore County, they're they're still under um, certain restrictions, even though most of the state is open. And so um, it might not be as many brick and mortar places as we were hoping to have in this first iteration. But um, really, really want you guys to try to come out and support. The details will drop this week, but this is a way I want to, uh, Tashi and I want to encourage people to be proactive in our support of black businesses. All right. So that is number three. Number four, number four, black owned banks. I got, I got a lot of messages about this this week, which is odd enough. And again, because Booney been about this life here. Okay. I have uh, bank accounts at two black banks and I did a black bank challenge back in 2016. If you head on over to the booneybreakdown.com on the, on the main page, um, it's a search bar. You could type it in there. You could also Google black owned banks and many resources come up, probably some that are more up to date than my one from 2016, which makes me kind of want to maybe update it. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I encourage you all, if you have a business account, you have a, you have a business, a side business, open your business bank accounts at your um, at a, a black bank. Um, it, it's one thing with spending money uh, at black businesses, but how more powerful is it if you're investing your money and you have savings accounts and you're giving black banks capital to lend out money to small businesses, black owned businesses, because traditional banks 
do not we already know they do not approve uh, loans for black businesses at the same rate they do other businesses we just saw coming out of the covid a uh, majority of the minority owned businesses who uh, applied for these loans through small business administration were denied so another way to mobilize and empower your black dollar is to put your black dollar at a black bank so um there's even one black bank that is mostly online they do have physical locations in several cities around the country but i believe it's one united uh you probably remember them from the harriet tubman debit card situation <laughs> Uh, but yes, that bank, they, they, they are online. Just send $50 a paycheck, $20 a paycheck to that bank account. Let it sit there. Don't even touch it. Just let it grow. Um, put your rainy day fund there, but put your, put some money into a blank bank if at all possible. All right. My last point for, uh, this week's episode, this week's five spot. Um, I had the, I can't even put it into words, um, a, a phenomenal experience uh, today. I was able to go to a um, event hosted by a, a longtime, lifelong friend, known her since uh, we were in sixth grade. Uh, she's she's dope. <laughs> and she, I will say, ahead of her time. She hosted along with, I believe, three other women were the leads on this event. And it was uh, Say Her Name. They wanted to disrupt, elevate, and honor. And what they were doing, it was an effort to honor the black women, girls, and femmes who had fallen victim to state-sanctioned violence. And they did an afternoon of offerings, ancestral um, rituals, uh, it was some spoken word. Uh, it was very moving, very powerful. And um, they asked that everyone bring, you know, some offering. You could bring something sweet for the altar, flowers. I brought um, a few dozen flowers to the event for the offering. And I must say, I have to say um, that it was profound because the site that I was at. So first of all, they went to. Um, they chose three different sites throughout the city where it was gathering. So these three different um, movements were happening at the same time. I could have gone to um, another one because it was kind of close and distance. But I just went to um, the one location and that location was actually on the site of a former Confederate statue that was in a park in Baltimore. The statue was removed, so it's just the base was there. And that um, base was turned into an altar to uplift the black women, femmes, and girls who were killed um, by uh, the police or uh, state-sanctioned violence. And it, I mean, it, it truly was powerful. Um, they used... Uh, a hoodoo-based ancestral tradition to build this altar. Uh, they were dressed in white. They cleaned uh, the, the the base of the statue and every the grounds around the statue. Um, each person who, while they're cleaning the the space, um, that each person who attended, we had to cleanse ourselves, and so we were um, cleansed in Florida water. Uh, and had to, you know, 
take remove the energy off our bodies before we entered that sacred space and i mean it was truly powerful the the ancestors showed up y'all and uh i just felt like they i'm gonna post a picture of the altar um on my instagram the, the boonie breakdown on instagram so you guys can see it but what i took from this um was you know and i say this top two in my own practice and meditation and um rituals that i do um is that our power uh, there there's power in your words right and at the event it was mentioned that at all of these protests that are happening around the country people are chanting i can't breathe i can't breathe and there's truly power um in our words and so for having uh, these massive crowds continuously, you know, proclaiming and putting into the atmosphere, I can't breathe. That's not the energy and space that we need um, in, the, in this movement as we progress. And one of the things that um, we had to do at this ritual while we were, as we, the altar was being built or after it was built, was that collectively, you know, we, we, did a breathing exercise together. And so I want to encourage all of you too to um, take some deep breaths, you know, and, and, and to use the words of the organizer, you know, Alexis, she said that um, we have to breathe for our sisters who can't breathe anymore, who aren't here to breathe anymore. And so to stop saying, I can't breathe, stop uttering their last words, there is true power in words. And so to continue to breathe for them, don't utter those words again. And so if you need to right now, you know, there, there are several breathing techniques you can do, but you can take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And exhale through your mouth. So I encourage you all to do some breathing exercises this week. Um, it was such a simple task, so simple, but it was so profound because there are so many of our brothers and sisters who aren't here to breathe anymore. And so that is what I want to leave you with. Be very cognizant of what you're ingesting and what you're putting back out into the universe. Because I know it's so much right now. I have had to, um, you know, I, I was posting on my page and, and it's not that I'm not aware of what's happening and I don't want to focus on all that's happening, but I know I'm someone that after a while, it's so much, it's so much, it beats you on the brow. It's so much that I need, um, I need a break. I need some, uh, some le- lightness. I need to laugh. I need to see joy. Um, I think someone posted on Instagram, it was just a thread of black people laughing. um i saw another thread that was so fucking funny it was like contemporary niggatry and it was just black people acting a fool and it was fucking amazing (laughs) i loved it i really did i really really loved it and so for me if you don't you might not see me posting as much but please know it's not because i don't care or i'm not invested but i just cannot um, continuously ingesting and sharing and re-traumatizing people um, 
with, with, with sharing our trauma. I just, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, so I just, I ask that, um, you all give me grace there. And there are so many other sources and sites and pages that you can go to that are sharing that information. If that's what you need and that's what you want, then feel free to go there. Please do. But just know, you know, I'm going to be sharing more uplifting, um, positive affirmation work for our community. And if you have not given um, to any of these um, black community-based organizations or some type of community organization, not black nonprofit, um, especially something on the local level, we know all of these national organizations are getting a, a a huge influx of money from all of the brands who are trying to buy off our guilt um, or buy off their guilt and make themselves feel better that truly giving to a local organization will make a world of difference to them really, really will. So that is my charge to all of you. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, just keep breathing, keep breathing and, and just really watch the words that we're putting and intentions that we're setting that we don't even know. It's so much power in words, so much power in words. And if you do not believe that, <laughs> you do not believe it's power in words, you need to go back and listen to episode 125 of this season with Danny Faust. And we talked all about words and the power of manifestation. <sighs> you better believe it. It is so much power in your voice, so much power in your voice. So, all right, guys, I think that that's it for me. But I just, I really, I do want, um, I don't want you to feel guilty that you have to turn away or you can't watch this anymore. You can't read anything else anymore. Don't feel guilty at all. Protect yourself. Protect your peace. If it takes turning off, like the other night, I fucking watched Clueless and Joanna, man, because I need, I just could not. And for me, I don't like to watch new things because during these times, um, I can't handle sometimes watching something new and um, the, the anxiety and I get anxious about what's going to happen because I'm already anxious about what's happening <laughs> in the world. So for me, when I need to be comforted, I go and I listen to or, or watch things that are familiar, things that I know. I'm going to watch Martin. I'm going to watch Clueless. Because those I know it's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to watch Sex in the City. It's nothing. It's no surprises. No surprises. So know your triggers. Know what, what it takes and the things that you can do to bring yourself back to yourself. All right, guys. So that is it for me. And if you enjoyed this episode... I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. We need 11 more guys, 11 more. You can hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope, 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 dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time.